Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night, midnight to 3 a.m. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with me than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you for being present. And I pray that you are always finding more inspiration and motivation to be ever more disciplined and sometimes to go deeper and reach higher to stand on behalf of life itself, to the glory of all. In this now moment of eternity, I am consistently and continuously knocking, asking, and seeking to see clearly how everything works towards the greatest good. And there seems to always be sacrifices, but you can only call a few names in terms of those ones who we're most uh, familiar with who have fallen victim to the extreme insecurity, fear, and nutritional deficiency and violation of the blood of those who carry guns and badges and dress and blues. And see, because there is no way in hell that ones and ones could feel really good about being who they are without knowing that what you do unto others shall be done unto you. And this has been a very hard lesson for our European brothers and sisters to really have an understanding of those ones who are signing off on so much and have signed off on so much of the oppression and the genocide that is going on, that has been going on, but it's not just here in America. It's all over the world. It is a global initiative. And the slave as well as the slave master, the oppressed as well as the oppressor, everybody is really being called to stop being complacent and complicit with your own cellular oppression and to come to a point and place where we realize wholeheartedly that speciesism is truly the foundation of the racism, the bigotry, the homophobia, the prejudice, and all of that which allows people to feel justified in their inhumanity, justified in their feeling entitled to feed and to profit off the detriment of other ones. And so I'm the one who is saying consistently and has been consistently exalting the reality that we as a global humanity who are complicit and complacent with the annihilation of billions of creatures are not realizing that what we have done unto these is being done unto us, but you don't really realize 
what has created this whole sense that Europe has had and Caucasians have had and still have that they're entitled to exploit the earth, the resources of the earth, the people of the earth, the animals of the earth for their own pleasure, for their own gain, for their own profit. See, there's an there's a illness in that thought and mentality. And some may think that it is their purpose to be this way. And I'm saying, no, intelligence of existence is all there is. It is that which animates absolutely everything and everybody. There is nothing but it. So that we who live upon this planet that we refer to as Earth have to begin to put in proper context of the reality of the divinity of existence, the perfection of existence, and to understand the laws that govern us. And where we have those who have vied for selection and election to government who never took the time personally or professionally, educationally, or systematically to understand the purpose in existence upon the planet. And to who and what the human being is, what is our duty, obligation, and responsibility and purpose in being and who we are, how we are, and how best to facilitate our progression, our optimum functioning, the fulfillment of destiny. And it is extremely difficult to have the greatest integrity with the divinity of one's being when you are in violation of the primary laws that govern your being. It is extremely difficult to really have regard and respect for other beings and other races and nations of people if you have no respect for the divine design and the divine functioning of your own body, your own temple. And so it's necessary for us to come to a place and space in our own hearts where we truly care to see the fragmentation and the separation and the violations that we care to facilitate with our own talent, skills, abilities, initiatives, energies, thoughts, and actions to facilitate the healing and the wholeness of the whole world, the planet, as well as the land, the creatures, as well as the people. And there has to be at foundation of this shift is the recognition and the acknowledgement that capitalism in and of itself is the cancer of the world. 
but we're dealing with a mentality of people who are really ill. It takes an ill people to really create consistently over time sickness, illness, and disease, and to think that they can profit from it, or to think that they can successfully launch a campaign of genocide and depopulation and then survive it. And so it's necessary for us to really have an understanding and an understanding that there is law that governs existence and no one can truly thrive or truly unfold or give rise to the greatness of who they actually are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence when you have no regard for the laws that govern your being. See, men don't create law. Law exists. It is our responsibility to to have an understanding with it in terms of our capacity, responsibilities, duties, and obligations as beings, as intelligences of existence, regardless of hue, regardless of where we may have touched down upon the earth through the wounds of our mothers, sparked by this divine sacred energy from our fathers, regardless of what hue and race and nation of people, we come into the world through the same processes. And to realize the truth, to realize where the real eye in us is truly seeing, then the more exalted we are in our walk, in our recognition, in our self-actualization and unfoldment as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, then we cultivate our eyes so that we see nothing but the intelligence of existence or that which you all would refer to as God. And to respect oneself is that, to respect all selves is that, to realize in truth there is only one self. And as a result of not understanding this, as a result of the rot of pigs and turkeys and chickens and, and eggs and cheese and flour and mucus and all of this garbage that is in your body blocking your faculties of light, then we see all of what we see now. And there is no amount of legislation short of creating a moratorium on killing and feeding off of garbage. But you see how these people are working to the degree to which you have not really understood that it is not the food that is animating you. It is your breath that is animating you. It is your breath that maintains and sustains you. It is your breath that enlivens you. But then they have you walking around with masks. Breathing in that which should be exhaled. Breathing in that which has has come through the system and needs to be released and that which we can give to the trees and the atmosphere and it takes it and provides us oxygen. So when you have a people who will block your connection to that which beats your heart and breeds you, blocks your connection to the integrity of who you are as this point of the presence of the presence of God as a living spirit in that body temple who will feed you and make nothing available to you but that which has no life force, no substance, nothing that your body needs and then you consume masses of it, then everybody is in need of a clearing and a cleansing, a purification and a renewal and a respect for the divine design of our body temples. And so, yes, I'm saying that the greatest shift will come when we stop 
feeding off the flesh of dead pigs and dead cows and dead chickens and dead hens and dead sardines and whatever it is you all are eating that is rotting in your system, poisoning your blood. Your spirit is charged upon your blood and the quality of your blood is going to lay foundation for the quality of your thought. And when you have people who have never been properly nourished, whose bodies have never received the substance of that which is required in order to facilitate optimum cellular functioning, then you have a people who are deficient. They're spiritually deficient, mentally deficient, emotionally deficient, physically deficient. And as a result, are severely thwarted in their true progression and alignment with the truth of who they are as intelligences of existence. And so our educational system has facilitated this. Our religious systems have perpetuated this. Our governments and the culture that we are steeped in is the culture of death. And so as long as you are happy killing yourselves, then you don't really have a complaint. But the reason that Africans in America, melanin-dominated ones, are so adversely affected because we're eating that which Europeans and Caucasians have set in motion as what they feed off of and we're taking it into our bodies as if it was for us. It doesn't work for them. But nobody asked the question, what makes a people feel entitled to be able to capture you, beat you, rape you, enslave you, sodomize you, castrate you, set you afire, declare that you are less than human, and still feel the need to make you criminal when they have, they have killed and left a trail of bodies everywhere they go. We should really be in a place and space now where even though they may be the majority on this particular continent, they are the minority in the world. And it should be evident right now that they are not in the position to really rule anything because they're ruining everything as a result of not having the love and the care and the respect and the reverence and the true alignment with that which is the divinity of existence itself and their sense of entitlement to defile so that even those who have the best of intentions are still feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows. Artificial colors, artificial flavors, feel entitled to be drinking, have to have a drink, and then have you drinking and smoking and whatnot, but then you all want to be able to have an intelligent conversation about what we need to do, but then you get out in the streets and you destroy things. There is no, no writing that. Because the right has to happen within us. It has to happen as a result of our care to be in alignment with the truths of, of the divinity of our being directly. To go beyond all race, religion, sex, nation, gender, preference, and otherwise to acknowledge that all of us have the right to be in, in, in the expression of the divinity of ourselves. But we need to be in a place where we are fed properly to promote optimum cellular functioning. And as a result of being fed 
flesh and dairy and eggs and chicken and fish and all of this stuff that creates all of the cancer, the heart disease, the diabetes. And this is where the reality of the real pandemic is that you've not really been properly addressing. And so that since being plant-based and trending, see, this is what was going on prior to the coronaviruses. There were conversations now about, you know, everybody accepting plant-based this. It was Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC and and, and the, the fast food places. Everybody's trying to implement some plant-based this, that, or the other. And then the coronavirus kicks in. But the viruses and the bacteria were already in your body. It's not a contagion that's in the air. It's something that's already in you. And the initiation of the 5G towers were exciting what's in you to, to come forward. So people are passing away, not because of something that they've caught. It's because of the rot and the decay and the decomposition of the flesh and the blood and all of the stuff that's already in them that's causing them to pass away when their bodies are cleansing. And they are not knowing how to facilitate that cleansing. And then very few, if anybody, is really giving people real cue and keys as to what to do other than to be self-quarantining. This is how people die from the flu. They never told you what the flu was. Everything, every, everything is, is about germs. And I'm saying, if you were really that concerned about germs and bacteria, then you would not be feeding people the flesh of dead animals. And so there are more and more ones who realize that, that this is the foundational ill of, of our societies, of the world. That you have all of this obesity, all of this diabetes, all of this cancer, all of this. And then you are concerned about something that you can't see and, and in implementing protocols that do nothing except support you in continuing to do the things that did not need to be done in terms of your feeding off the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and the pus and mucus of cows and artificial colors and flavors and alcohol and tobacco. How in the hell are you going to close the churches down and keep the liquor stores open? And so I'm just saying is that because there is a disregard, a disrespect, and a lack of obeyance into the laws that govern then there will be many doors of death opening. You understand? But see, the issue is this. Those ones who are trigger happy, those ones who are wicked enough to continue to think that black men and black women and, and, and black children are less than them, it's their own insecurity that creates that. And they're insecure. You understand? Because if they really felt like they were greater than or really understood how great they actually are, there would be no need. They would, they would not feel a thrill and kill it. See, we grew up watching white people kill themselves on television. We have that history from gun smoke, the wagon train, the cowboys and Indians. I'm just saying we are in a progression of what has always been. But the issue is, is that you all get excited about one person getting killed over here, one person getting killed over here, when we have tens of thousands of people dying daily. 
it affects all of our families, but you're not getting upset about that because you take solace, you, you take pride, you take uh, pleasure in undermining yourselves and yourselves. And you want to be respected as if you were really exalting a full effort in your living. And as a result of your mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and whatnot serving you the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, smoking around you, you doing cigarettes and alcohol, couldn't wait to be adulterated, couldn't wait to be grown, couldn't wait to defile yourself. You understand? So I'm just saying is that this is foundational because nobody's really looking at the root of the issue. We think it's always it's economic inequality. No, it's your freaking wickedness that have you feeding off the flesh of other beings and and anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating yourself and, and undermining yourselves, oppressing yourself so that you are a detriment to yourself as well as all of the other selves that you should be respecting. One who does not have respect for themselves can't truly be aligned with the will of God or the love of God or the truth of God or the peace of God or the poise of God. God being law, God being light, God being the wisdom and the harmony of the whole that which allows for the exaltation of the divinity of existence and put us in a place and space where instead of harming we are healing, we're facilitating the greater good. Those ones who who have gone on before us prematurely or otherwise, the ones who've been sacrificed. It's like all of the ones who had to die before the, before the seatbelts were, were instituted. You understand, we have two, 300,000 people who die in the hospitals from things they didn't go into the hospitals with. I'm just saying is that you all get distracted by the wickedness of one man, but the whole system is killing everybody. But if you're happy killing yourself, then you don't want to say anything. I'm saying, let's stop the foolishness by exalting a full effort in our living. And as a result of defilement at the blood level, let's clean up. Clean up the inside, then everything outside of us will clean up. But when you are a detriment to yourself, to yourselves, then it'll be extremely difficult for anything that we do to really bring forward the truth of what it is we truly would love to see in our communities being cooperative and collaborative. But the racism upon which this whole country was founded in the annihilation of our indigenous families and the enslavement of our African families and the continued uh, incarceration and mistreatment and racial profiling of black and brown people and the continued um, proliferation of drugs and behavior modifying chemicals being passed off as food in our stores and whatnot, the people, we ourselves, have to come to a point where we will no longer be complacent and complicit. You cannot appeal to a government that has already shown its hatred of you 
to do what's in your own best interest when you are not doing what's in your own best interest. You understand, when they don't do what's in their own best interest. See, everybody is affected by this. It's not this, them, or that. Everybody is affected by this. And everybody is affected to the degree to which we have sickness, illness, and disease. So even if we are only 12 to 15% of the population and there's 70 to 75% of us who are affected by the pandemic, and I'm not talking about the corona, I'm talking about the heart disease, the, the uh, cancer, the upper respiratory issues, the strokes, the personal injuries, the suicide, the homicide. You understand that even still, if it's a disproportionate percentage of us, there's still greater numbers of them who are affected by these things also. So what consolation is that? That everybody is experienced the pain and the disdain and the terror of sickness, illness, disease, pharmaceutical and drug misuse and abuse and alcoholism and, and whoredom and pedophilia and all of these other things which are the blight upon us as a humanity of people. We were given intelligence so that we would know how to facilitate harmony in the whole. But if we disrespect and disregard the greatest gift that we were given in terms of our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and the opportunity to be in harmony with our souls as a result of our capacity to think and then we refuse to think. We would prefer to be inebriated, intoxicated, and violating and subjugating other beings to our will and our way. Really? But then you want to be respected as intelligent people. Intelligence doesn't kill itself. Intelligence doesn't undermine itself over here to exalt itself over here. Intelligence doesn't suppress itself over here to make itself look good over here. I'm just saying, there's only one absolute and supreme intelligence, and we all have some type of orientation towards that which we would refer to as God, but then don't want to be godly. The killing has to stop if you would not be entitled to your death. And because there have been consistently over time the seeds being sown for sickness, illness, disease, and death and the perpetuation of flesh and dairy and eggs and chicken and fish and alcohol and tobacco and sugar and all of this, then understand there has to be a harvest of sickness, illness, disease, and death. So if we don't want to be participating with that, then you've got to get strong enough to in, in, to truly do what's in your own best interest. And that's to do nothing to undermine yourselves when you realize that the methodology of our oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning. So we have to liberate at the cellular level. You cannot continue to be inebriated and intoxicated and eating all kinds of garbage, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, the fast foods, and all of this. You understand? We have to come to a point in place where we realize that our bodies have to be purified to be consecrated so that they are restored in the light of the truth of the being the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses therefore we would have the capacity and the vision and the ingenuity and the and the will and the care and the love and the light and whatnot to create peace and to create heaven on earth to be able to be a blessing to life as opposed to being a blight upon the planet this now moment requires us to realize that it's truly God's way or no way. God being the light of supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to us. We cannot be blocked and obstructed and, and feel entitled 
to be blocked and obstructed to the degree to which we're creating detriment for ourselves in sickness, illness, disease, and then don't have the right to die. And if you've accepted death as your natural, as the natural culmination, finality, eventuality, destiny, and fate of what this life really is, then you're living and have accepted the lie. We are living in the reality of eternity animated by an intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, all pervasive, filling all spaces. The more we align ourselves and apply ourselves into it, the greater peace we shall have, the greater poise, pleasure, prosperity, wealth, integrity, high ethic, morality, healing, wholeness, we will have. But you have to decide whether you will live for life or you will continue to be complacent, complicit, and co-conspirating with the oppression of yourself and others. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you again and again and again for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity and thanking you for caring to be all that you are. Because that's how we have leverage over all of the plotting, the planning, the conspiracies and all of that. And we'll come to find out that when you have mediums such as YouTube and other ones who don't want you to really inform people we can have as much foolishness, as much entertainment as possible, but when absolute truth comes forward that is contradicting the lies that are being told consistently in this exercise of global, political, economic, and social manipulation, then you get a chance to see who really is your friend. <laughs> and so we want you to realize that you have a direct line of support, not with just your lifeline or your life support line at 678-760-9299, but why I have been consistently providing and consciously caring to provide you with support in walking in the fullness of who you are is so that we would come to this moment right here prepared and regardless of what we've done or what we haven't done, we have the opportunity in this now moment to exalt a full effort in our living, our loving, our caring, our giving, our forgiving, our compassion, our mercy, and understand that there is only one true self, one self, myself, yourself, himself, herself, and those of us who can embrace the divinity in the harmony of existence itself, which is the real love and the absolute truth, then we have leverage over those who are committed to the divisiveness, to the distortion and dysfunction and all of that. But in order for us to make the most expeditious quantum leap into absolute reality, into the glory of an ever-rising destiny, then we have to be willing to do the inner work of the clearing our cells and tissues of the crystallized 
emotions of pain and anger and frustration and anguish and angst and all of the etheric energy that you've absorbed as a result of eating frustrated and angry and tortured birds and pigs and cows and chickens and whatnot. I'm just saying is that if you are afraid of anything right now, then be afraid of what's already active in you as a result of decades of violating your body temple. And I am not wanting us to have any kind of fear, but to have a complete faith in knowing that whatever we've done, life is so forgiving that all we have to do is exalt a full effort, a full care to open our hearts and open our minds and open our hands so that we are doing and reaching for that which is facilitating of our clearing, our cleansing, our purification so that these bodies are being consecrated as the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. And so our orientation matters that we are not just dwelling in a place called America. We are actually on a planet. Wherever we are, we're on Mother Earth surrounded by Mother Nature and the sun and the elements, the stars, the galaxies, the worlds, we are already immersed in eternity. And there is absolute law that governs our being and absolute law that has us in motion as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. And in order for us to really triumph over all of the divisiveness, then we have to exalt a full effort in doing nothing to undermine ourselves and doing everything we possibly can to liberate ourselves at the cellular level. And so for those of you who've been listening to me consistently over time, I pray that you are not just listening, but you are implementing, that you are initiating your consistent ever unfolding appointment with destiny, standing in the brilliance of the truth of that which you truly are as living, loving, intelligent, immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And it's necessary for us to realize that regardless of what they say they want to do or what they're going to do, we do not have to participate with it. And so the thoughts that I've seen or what I've seen in terms of a boycott of the death industries would be much easier. Yes, if we just decide, okay, no, we're not doing this. We're not eating meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, and fish. We're not uh, co-conspiring with our own demise by bringing toxic things into our body temples anymore and that we will do everything we possibly can to really cleanse. There are so many phenomenal beings on the planet right now, so many ones who are caring to align with the intelligence of existence, the essence of life. Our Mother, Father, Creator, God, the Lord, the Law, which is our harmonizer. And so it matters that we are having an understanding and understanding that there is triumph in light. And the light is the Creator, the creator acting its capacity as the light. It is the ever-present cosmic supreme intelligence. It is all-encompassing. It's everywhere and in all things present, everywhere in all things inherent, and everywhere and in all things succinct. 
It is a reality of intelligence in both the creator and its creation. It's the meaning of substances, forms, activities, and their conjunctions made evident and highest applicable. The light is the capacity of the supreme intelligence to write or imprint its will upon the will of souls. The light is the voice and signs of the creator as the supreme, instant, and ever-present counselor. It is the polarization of creation within the path of the currency of the creator's will or its will. The light is that which is conscious of itself and its effect as light. It is the objective good of the universal and cosmic will. The light is the only genuine victory that is possible over darkness and chaos. The light is the degree of being, willing, and doing like the all-administering Father, Mother, and Creator. Light and life are married by love to give birth, cause, and forms as vital spiritual, mental, and corporal purposes, thoughts, or things. Higher light is any substance, thing, condition, thought, or reason that is the highest, most responsive to applicable will of the Creator and by means of which lesser light or applicabilities are comprehended. The light allows us to see the efforts of those who do not have our best interests at heart. The light allows us to be completely faith-filled and having an inner standing and an understanding as to how to be resolutely standing with that absolute and supreme intelligence that allows us to stand and to know that there is no way in hell, within the earth or upon the earth, that an agenda of global demise, the murder and slaughter depopulation and whatnot can take place without our participating in it, but also that there is no real prosperity that can be had in it so that we'd have to realize in the light that the Creator's will and its way will always be triumphant and no one is purposed by virtue of the intelligence of existence or the will of existence to be the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood, as multi-trillion dollar economy. And so we have to realize how we're participating with it and that's why a boycott of the death industry is giving up that which undermines us at the cellular level and embracing the gifts that Mother Earth has gifted us so that we are able to be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and made whole as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence as conscious immortals living in the light of absolute and supreme intelligence, seeing as the eye of the creator, doing that which is the will of the creator standing completely committed to that which is highest in cosmic truth to know directly that the light is the primal universal and cosmic instigator estimated director and knower of all inward and outward efforts it is the organic talent trained in and unto the will of the creator the light is the spirit of things manifested or unmanifested it is whatever is the best and easiest way for accomplishing life righteously All true power and potency is the gift of the light. And the light does not authorize us to be murderers and liars and thieves and bastardizers and capitalizers and capitalists and and all of that. That is not the light. That is distortion of the light. See, there's nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence. We've each been gifted ours. 
but the degree of suppression and oppression is taking place by virtue of what it is we're consuming. So it's necessary for us to be all right with being all right, being cleansed, being corrected, being purified, to consecrate the body temple because we have the duty, obligation, and responsibility as these points of the presence of the absolute to be completely present in this moment to stand and live and exalt a full effort in being vehicles and vessels of its will, its way, its love, its light, its peace, its poise, its power, and its potency. And you have to apply yourself to it. It doesn't come easily. You see how easy it is for people to accept death, how much obesity and diabetes and sickness and illness and heart attacks and strokes and all of this other stuff is because of what we have allowed ourselves to participate with. And of course, we were given it, we were taught it, we were supported and behaviorally modified with the chemicals that were in that stuff that they call food, but we can be completely cleansed from it. And to be in a place and space where we know life as we've never known it before, we're seeing like we've never seen it before, we're vivid in our own self-expression and our own authenticity, and this is really the fulfillment of the will of existence, the promise that we will stand in the light of the truth. And yes, we have to say goodbye to those who refuse to do anything, those who could not move fast enough, swift enough, do that which is thorough enough to to really um, thwart the progression of sickness, illness, disease, and death in the reality of their own being, but you, on behalf of all of those that we've loved, can make a greater commitment to commit every atom and every cell of our beings to being completely charged with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts to know that it is the breath that animates us, enlivens us, maintains and sustains us. So any effort in undermining our capacity for breathing is not the Creator's will and it's not the Creator's way. And there is no entity, no virus, no bacteria that's traveling through the air where masking is going to keep us from being sick when the sickness is already there as a result of having a body filled with the rotting carcasses of chickens and hens and fish and crab and all of this stuff. And so I'm just saying, let's clean up. Come to a point and place where you respect the divine design and the operational perfection of your own being, your own body. You are living in that body. It is yours. You will never possess anything that is greater than who and what you already are but naked. And so it matters that we are caring to walk in the light without the ignorance, the oblivion, the gloom, and the madness that would come become inherent as a result of not having it, not knowing it, allowing other ones to determine what it is you're consistently focused on. And I'm saying in the light of all of this, nothing has really changed because the sun is still blazing, the world is still turning, we are still immersed in the reality of the infinity and the divinity and the eternity of existence itself. And the Creator is still beating our hearts and breathing us and giving us another opportunity opportunity with each and every breath and every beat of our heart to commit wholeheartedly unto it. The light is the will and the vision of the ever-present cosmic and it will prevail eternally. No one's objectives and agendas can undermine the intelligence of existence and survive it. The light is that which turns all darkness, evil, and chaos into good. We are able to make these situations and circumstances work towards our own greater good. 
put us in a place and space where we are willing to do today what we didn't see to do yesterday, to come to a point and place where we really understand the value of the of the light and the community that we have, those ones who have always been for us and knowing the difference between those who are truly for us and those who are not. I'll be for it in just a bit. Donate your car, truck, or boat. It's easy. We can put it to good use and you get a tax receipt. Call our toll-free number. We pick up your vehicle, running or not. We send you a tax receipt. It just takes a few minutes. Call toll-free 844-WRFG-CAR or 844-973-4227 to arrange a free pickup. Proceeds will benefit 89.3 FM WRFG. Visit us at WRFG.org. Thank you. The light is the very eye of the creator and the true eye of the individual. Vivid light is doubt-free. The distorted light is conscious of itself as darkness, limitation, and sin. The distortion of the light is the distortion of the world. And the distortion of humanity is the darkness and devil of the earth and the heavens thereof. And so it matters that we understand that the light is the will and the vision of the ever-present, and it prevails eternally. It is the wisdom of the ever-present, and it prevails eternally. It is the beauty and the love of the ever-present cosmic, and it prevails eternally. The light is the intelligence of the ever-present, and it prevails eternally. It is the harmony and peace of the ever-present cosmic, and it prevails eternally. It is that which enables all to rise to the affirmation, the magnification, the worship, and the glorification of the cosmic whole, and it prevails eternally. No one could ever voluntarily and truly love without the light. The light is a universal and cosmic way of representing truth. It is the nobility, the law, the obedience, the justice, the righteousness, the faith within and towards the cosmic whole. It is impetus to highest truthful ideals, desires, motives, performances, and it prevails eternally. So in our now moment, it's a necessity for us to be real clear about who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, where we are dwelling in its presence as all there is and why we are to exalt a full effort in being in the integrity, the high ethic, the morality, the consistency of Diligence and application and absolute love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, potency, and to be the progenitors and the perpetuator of lineages of people to the glory of the lineages that we represent. To be in a place and space where we're self-actualizing, self-realizing, unfolding, harmonizing within the will of existence, the laws of existence, and consciously caring to be vivid in our self-expression as these points of this absolute and supreme presence. Being present in this now moment is one of the greatest blessings that we can have. Being present as a point of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence is the greatest blessing we could ever have. 
There is nothing that we can beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who and what we already are. The issue is, is taking the time to get cleaned up, to realize that we will never have a greater opportunity than now. And we have to release and let go of our fear, our inhibition, our trepidation, our anger, our frustration, our unforgiveness, our resentments and whatnot so that the heart can get as light as a feather. To be in a place where we are just completely thankful, appreciative, filled with an attitude of gratitude and realizing that you have to keep your vision and your sights high in the absolute reality. Knowing that the sun is shining on all of us and it's blessing and nourishing all of us. And there are those who run from it don't mean that it is not nourishing it just means that they're running from it many of us have been kicking and screaming (laughs) towards our greater good for a long time now we're having to really you know get to a point in place where you really care to live do you really want to be sick do you want to get old and be deteriorating and degenerating and get to a point where you can't do for yourself and you have to depend upon others who don't know what to do for you and it doesn't matter what age what generation you are we have the examples of every generation succumbing to sickness illness disease dysfunction degradation violation all of that but we have we can do something about it And that's why I offer you life support, so that you have the support in knowing what to do for yourself within the privacy of your own body, your own temple, your own home, and to know that there isn't anyone who can do for you greater than you. We're here to complement and balance this. We're here to triumph over all situations and circumstances, to come to a point where we're invoking and calling upon the light as our medicine, as our healing, as our salvation, our deliverance from all of the disenchantment and disenfranchisement and all of the distortion and dysfunction, because the light is the will of the ever-present. It's the way and the law of that which allows everything and everyone to truly benefit. And if everybody truly realized the purpose in being, to be purposed as intelligence personified, to give glory unto those that we've come through, to serve on behalf of all of those that we're with, to lay foundation for those who've yet to come and to truly be a blessing wherever we are. It matters because this is where we harmonize. This is where we are truly able to ensure the rest of our lives as the best of our lives. But to not care to be completely cleared and cleansed and purified from the violations, from the Chemicals, the behavior modifying substances and nitrates and nitrites and all of those things that have modified our behavior to the degree to which we have not been exalting a full effort in our living. We've been playing ourselves so small 
that so many people find it so difficult to believe that they and we are some of the most powerful spirits on the planet right now. It is the will of existence that each generation become more dynamic than the previous one. And so we should be laying foundation for the greatest ones to come forward yet. And it's so far beyond just becoming proficient in whatever area of talent we've applied ourselves. It's about the high ethic and morality and the sensibility and the consciousness and the conscientiousness and loving life and loving being and being loving and kind and courteous and compassionate and merciful and really uh, internalizing the virtues of integrity that are consistent with who we are as the living gods and goddesses in these temples that have been completely edified and consecrated so that there is no sickness, no illness, no disease, nothing that is jeopardizing our lives or our afterlives. Life is a progression. We should not be degenerating and undermining ourselves. It's our time to get to that place and space where we are loving being and the source and cause of being, the true intelligence of being. With all our body, our heart, our mind, our lives, and our soul, more than we love our cars and our houses and our jobs and our careers and all of the things that we've become attached to. Because when it comes time to leave, we can't take anything except who we've become. As conscious immortals, or not. Being in a place and space where we realize the eternity and the temporality of this realm, but to realize that this realm is still completely immersed in the reality of eternity and the eternal law, absolute law that governs everything, and there's no way to prosper when one is a detriment to oneself. There's no way to truly prosper where there is no commitment to love, to light, to wisdom, to truth, to peace, to being poised as a presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. See, we can be employees and career-oriented as students, but life is school, and we've all been given time on Mother Earth. To come into the reality of the timelessness, the infinity and eternity, and to secure our destiny as these points of this absolute and supreme reality. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of those who have gifted us, loved us, lifted us, and are dependent upon us, I encourage you to care. To walk the exalted walk and to love with your whole body, heart, mind, with all of your might. In the meantime, in between time, continue to rejoice in the blessedness of your being and be the blessing you are. I love you. Have a great night, great day. Your number for life support 678 760 9299. Enjoy.